All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Positive Friday, baby. The work week for many of you is officially over. So I hope you have good plans for the weekend. Welcome back, Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Shout out to uh, uh, Brandon. He probably had the best answer to the question. What could he? What would he want an unlimited supply of, Connor Halley? You know what he said? No, I don't. Sports Talk Radio. Oh, nice, nice. Best answer of the day on the text line from the B man. It was outstanding. I love it. Love it. Thanks for listening to uh, all of you. It's Pause of Friday. Many of you I know are uh, heading downtown. You're going to watch a game, getting set a little pre-gaming, have some fun with your friends after work. Like, hey, who doesn't like the Friday games? Like, the owners haven't had many Friday home games. Haven't had many Friday games. Lots of games this year in the NHL across the league are Tuesday, Thursday, uh, Saturday. So uh, it's a rare Friday nighter for uh, for the orders and their fans. And then a rare double dip Friday and Saturday night. God. You live for those days of your young into the, uh, the socializing scene, having a little bit of fun going out with your pals, especially if they're, uh, if they're hockey fans like you. You're like, this is outstanding. Back to back, you have the, have a nap. I'm trying to think how many Friday games the orders have had. They did have one home game. Oh, funny enough. You know, their, uh, their first home game on a Friday this year, December 8th, Minnesota. And they beat them four to three. That night, uh, they won a Friday game in Washington that I'm looking that started their, uh, that big run when they won uh, the 16 in a row, right? That started on a Friday. Uh, they also had a Friday night game against the Rangers where they won, uh, four to three right before the, uh, the Christmas break. And, uh, then they won in Anaheim five. So they're four and oh on Fridays looking to remain undefeated tonight for the Edmonton owners. We'll see. See what happens. 833-401-1440. You can uh, text us in our E-Well inbox. 833-401-1440. Now let's get to the spec report brought to you by GS Construction. They are hiring because they are super busy.
They need top men, top women. Also, hey, if you're just starting out, you're looking for a job, you want to be a laborer, they got that. Pipe layer helpers, pipe layers, they need them all. Go to Indeed.com and look up GS Construction as uh, Mark Spector joins us on the uh, program, as he always does this time. Spec, how you doing? Go oh, dandy, Jason. Doing dandy. How are you doing? Hey, uh, I'm good. Hey, isn't it? Uh, geez, it was about like how uh, Grandpa Spec. How uh, what are you like six weeks, eight weeks now? How old's uh, the grandchild? Uh, coming on three months. Already. Oh, three months. Because I'm pretty sure there was a Friday too. If my mistakes not, if my memory's correct or not, I think it might have been a Friday that you announced it. So there uh, you go. Thursday. It was a Thursday. Yes. Yeah. Babysat for the first time last night. Like uh, like a pro, man. Oh. Me, it's like you never forgot. Oh, really? Oh, there you go. Nice. I like it. Hey, man, grandparents are the greatest, right? You get to get spend time with them. And if all of a sudden they squawk, here you go. And you pass them away. And it's uh, it's an unbelievable time. You get to spoil them, get them all hopped up on sugar and then send them home when they're older. It's great. Um, the, uh, the Oilers, uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins comes back in. Uh, he'll play with Kane and, uh, Drysidle tonight. They're going to keep Fogel on the, uh, the top line for, uh, uh, for who knows how long. Um, and then they got McLeod with Yan, Mark and Perry, uh, Holloway with Ryan and Brown. Uh, Calvin Pickard gets the, uh, the start tonight, Spec. Um, you know, the orders, they could erase a 20 point deficit tonight. I don't think many people thought they would catch Vegas when they were 20 points back on November 10th. But here we are, Spec. Like they, Vegas, obviously injuries are playing a, f- a part, no doubt about it. But uh, the orders went, have won a lot of games. They got the best record in the NHL since uh, November 11th. So, um, you know, that, that's quite the thing to overcome. And especially when, when you look at the importance of home ice, because I'll tell you, since Knobloch took over, the orders have the best home record in the league. Colorado has the second best. Winnipeg has the third best. Vancouver has the fourth best. So home ice advantage might mean a little bit more this year in the Western Conference. Yeah, and you know what? I'll save anyone from going back and and listening to the tapes. I came on here or came on somewhere back in November and said, were we on the air yet in November? Yeah, yes, we were. I think we were, September, buddy. Yeah, okay. And I said, uh, there's no chance they're making it into the top three in the mm. Pacific Division. They're a wild card team at best if they could catch up on this thing. So that's how much I know. Uh, they're they're could be in second place tonight, and I I mean it's hard to believe that for Vancouver is going to have to have an ex, another extended slump here. Yeah, uh, for Edmonton to catch them. But you know what? Like even if they make that any kind of a race, uh, it's very very impressive, and I think. I think what it tells us is who cares how you were playing in the first half of the season. It's how you played in the second half and how you're playing going in the playoffs that counts. And if this team can put its game together and play that kind of hockey down the stretch, they're absolutely as much of a cup contender as any other team is. Yeah, it's, uh, well, it's, it'll be fascinating to see kind of how they handle this week. Like even this homestand, uh, Minnesota, Calgary, LA and St. Louis, they're uh, either in the playoffs in LA's or the other ones are all battling and they're all, they've all won at least six of their, uh, their last 10 games. It won't be easy, but the Edmonton order spec, I still think are a good team. Uh, they've obviously got to sort out their penalty kill woes. No question about it, but I don't know. There's just something the way Minnesota gives a lot of chances. Like I think tonight's going to be another high scoring game. Now I know Edmonton wants to limit chances. But I think we're going to see a little run and gun tonight, which is crazy to say because it's Minnesota, but that's kind of how they play now. 
Yeah, Minnesota's not the old Jacques Lemaire uh, Minnesotas of old. Remember, this is the team that outscored Vancouver. Was it six nothing in the third period the other day? Yeah, uh, they can score, and they'll. And you're right, they give up more chances. I mean, Edmonton was in Minnesota. And I think the final score of that game was seven four or something for Minnesota. So it's nice. Uh, I'm I'm sort of trained. Like my memory tells me, oh, Minnesota, another boring game. It's not like that anymore, right? They're fun. They're a fun team, and they're they've got Kirill uh, Kaprizov, who's one of the, you know, probably Jay. Would I be right if I called Kirill Kaprizov the most underrated superstar in the National Hockey League? I'm not sure there's a better player who gets less recognition than that guy. Hmm, that's an interesting one. I have to I have to think about that a bit. Uh, he is a he's an exciting player. There's no question about that. So, um, right. yeah, you know, what? Well, hey, uh, I'll say this, and because uh, he's not a superstar. But I think right now the most underappreciated player in the NHL is his teammate Brock Faber. Well, he should be the leader for the rookie of the year. But because Connor Bedard's a bigger name, everybody's talking about Bedard. You you dig into Brock Faber's numbers. We haven't seen a rookie like yeah. Drew Doughty didn't do this as a rookie. He didn't play this many minutes and didn't play this well, right? Like Brock Faber, I, I, like I'm not saying he's going to be Drew Doughty, but God, has he looked really, really good in Minnesota? He's played tw- <laughs> 26 minutes and 20 seconds per game since December 1st, most in the NHL of any player. Wow, that is something. And you know, as a voter on that award, I I weigh very heavily uh, a guy that's playing big minutes for a team that's in it and has it thinks they have a chance and are close enough that every game really matters. Like these games matter for Minnesota still. They're not, you know, we may look at them as a team that's a bit of an also ran, but they're close enough to the wild card that they think they're in it. And they should think that, you know, Connor Bedard through no fault of his own, right. Through no fault of his own, isn't going to play a meaningful game all season long. He doesn't have any of that. Oh boy, we got to win tonight mentality. So that makes a difference for me, man. It's a hard, it's it's a way tougher role being a twenty-five minute defenseman on a team that where it matters than a forward on a team where it doesn't matter. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Mark Spector uh, joins us. Um, Spec, it's two weeks today from the NHL trade deadline. So, yes. I don't, so at the end of it, when it's all said and done, how many new players are going to be on the Orders roster in two weeks' time? At five o'clock when I speak to you. I got two. I got four to defensemen. And my my thing is that I'm gonna stick with it. It's either gonna you know, one of them's gonna be on the higher profile guy, they're gonna have to give up assets for and maybe even a first round pick. Let's see. Uh and the other guy's gonna be a depth. Either, you know, if it's if they get a a guy like Jay Gunsel, then the defenseman's gonna be a for a fourth round draft pick. And if they get a guy like Chris Tanev, then the forward's going to be for a fourth-round draft pick. They can't afford two big, big names. They'll get a decent name. They'll get a depth guy, and they'll go forward with two new guys. What do you think? Well, I think the easiest one is they're getting a veteran defenseman. Like, mark it down. They're going to be another defenseman here, to, uh, a guy to come in uh, just in case of injury. Um, you know, they've, they've got no veteran guy in the minors. Uh, you got Philip Broberg, who now he's, he's nursing a, a deep bruise, and he should be fine. But uh, they're going to get a number. They're getting a seventh defenseman, guaranteed. So that's the one I'm 100% certain on. After that, I th- I could see two forward additions. But if it's two, neither one's going to be a top six. No way. Yeah. yeah. If it's two, they're both going to be depth guys. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, what's their cap space? It looks like they've got about two point three sort of cap space at the deadline. Yeah, right? now that that's if you don't move out anybody, right? So let's say you have two point three, and then you want to bring somebody in, but you move another play. Let's say, and I'm just using an example, Sam Gagne, right? Well, now that frees up some money. Right. So now you got three million dollars technically that you can bring in because you're sending out because you had two point three plus the other uh seven hundred and fifty K, whatever Sam is, right? So maybe you do that with a Derek Ryan or a Brown. I'm I'm just throwing out names, you know what I mean? Like they so if you move guys out, then you then you're you know, whatever you whatever they have in salary. That's what uh, you're you're opening up to bring in. So for the order is like well, yeah, it's yeah. infinitely more room than they've had in a long time. It is because they're out of LTIR, which yes. is good for them and it helps some flexibility. So the other side of that coin is, remember, Jay, if you're going to trade out a, a nine hundred thousand dollar salary and you're going to bring, you could bring in a guy that's making one point eight if the other team retains fifty percent. Hundred percent, yes, right. Mm-hmm. So, so you could trade, you know, your nine hundred thousand dollar guy for a one point eight guy, and it's basically money in, money out. If they're retaining, obviously you got to pay for that somehow in prospects or draft picks. But when you're in it to win it, uh, like the order should be, that's what you do. Oh, 100%, right? Like, uh, this is the, the orders are good. Um, they were good last year. I, I would argue, I think the orders might be better. Uh, this season at this time than they were last year as a team top to bottom because Ekholm wasn't on the roster last year. So at this time of the year, and you know, their younger guys are a little bit older. Right. Evan Bouchard's a better player now than he was last year. Might even be a better player next year. Yeah. So, you know, that, that, that's a good problem. And I, I don't expect, um, I think Ken Holland has kind of shown that, that he's willing to make significant moves here since he took over in Edmonton. Like you look at how he changed basically the entire roster outside of five players. So, um, I don't, I don't think they're going to sit on their hands spec. I think they're going to be rather aggressive. Oh, yeah. Listen, I, I've got, I've got all day for what Ken Holland's done here. Like he's taken a team that was in total disarray. He got some stability. He's his sure. He's had a couple swings and misses. He, you know, he started early trying to improve this team at the deadline by bringing in Athenasu, and that was a disaster, mostly due to the to the um, or a lot to do with the lockout. Right? Remember the cap froze, and then when it came time to qualify Athenasu, his number was way too high for the new cap number. Mm-hmm. And in Holland's defense, no one saw that coming. That was every team has a version of that. He was Edmonton's version of that. But I, I, I mean, you can always find the bad deal. I know who they are too, right? They pay me to cover this team. I know that Jack Campbell's in Bakersfield, and I know that Connor Brown has four points. Right? I get all that, but I also know that this team's been exceptionally competitive every increasingly every year under Holland. He's done a, you know, he's, his free agents, the Hyman signing was excellent. The Kane signing took fairly big cojones, and I think it's paid off huge. Uh, the Ekholm trade is one of the best deadline trades you'll see as long as you want to look back. Uh, I think he's done a very good job, by and large. Yeah, it, uh, very true. Spec, we will see you at the arena tonight. Have yourself a great day. All right, Jay, looking forward to it. That's the uh, Spec Report brought to you by GS Construction. Jason Greger, Connor Halley with you on Sports 1440. Got a lot of text flying in, 833-401-1440. Uh, so, uh, many of you think the orders are going to have three new skaters. I don't think that's outlandish. I think if it's three, though, I, I don't think one of them is a top six forward because I, I just don't see how the cap works that way. 
But uh, I think we're all in agreement. The one thing collectively across the board that I think most people would say is that the orders are at bare minimum going to get a, uh, another defenseman in here. That's for sure. After that, who knows? One fort, two forts. We'll see. But defensemen, mark it down. They're bringing one in. They, they, they've got the roster spot for it. Right? Because Phil Kemp is supposed to be on the roster. They're not having him on the roster so they can accrue cap space to save them and give them more cap space to add other people. But they will, uh, they will bring in a seventh defenseman. Mark it down. Uh, one guy you thought maybe they would look at is Zach Bogosian, but he's injured now and the wild might stay in it. So they might not move him. But, uh, there's other veteran D that uh, you can go get. I don't think it's necessarily a guy that they think is, it's going to be a guy who has to understand his position on the team. He might not be in the lineup a lot. And so you got to be a veteran guy who's happy to be in that role. And, and that's key because you do not want any Eeyores around your team. You don't want the guys who are fun sponges, right? They're like, Oh, I'm not playing. And, and, and people sense that you don't want those guys around. It's not good. Quick break. We'll come back on the Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Oh, is it a Friday? How are you? Gregor, Hallie, with you. Sports 1440, Orders Nation YouTube and Facebook. Of course, uh, the Scotties is going on for all of our curling fans. We have uh, NHL double dip tonight and tomorrow. The Oil Kings uh, at home on uh, Sunday. You have the uh, Golden Bears hockey uh, on the road for playoffs. You have uh, the Spruce Grove Saints back at home this weekend. Man, there's lots going on. I like and hey, many of you, I know, uh, wrapping up uh, your minor hockey regular season uh, weekend. This might be the last weekend. Then you get into playoffs for the kids. Whew, good times. It's a great time. Great. I love. I don't care, man. I watch so many, but junior B playoffs are going on in the jungle right now. So, like it. Uh, a lot of the competing teams: Beaumont and Morinville. Sherwood Park's good. St. Albert. You know, good luck. I saw Sherwood Park uh, pounded uh, Fort Sass the other day. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. I love the jungle. Good luck to all those uh, hammering out there. It's a lot of fun. It's a great time of year. Let's get to the uh, oil report brought to you by Volvo Cars Edmonton.com. They are the number one Volvo dealership in Canada. Why? Probably because they're a 13 time excellence award winner. In sales and customer service. They got great vehicles. They have better service. VolvoCarsEdmonton.com. As uh, we are joined by the host of the Lowdown, Alan Mitchell, a.k.a. Low Tide LT. Happy Friday. How you doing? I'm very well. A beautiful day today. I'm loving this uh, weather. I know we need moisture, and I know it's really weird to have this kind of weather this early, but it does put a smile on my face when we get a Friday with this much really nice sunshine and, you know, nice walking around weather. Um, Al, uh, if you had a choice, and I assume, and I'm just going to make it fair, the return and what you have to give up is the exact same. You get Tarasenko, Eberly, to Foley. Which one would be? Which would you rank in order of one, two, three that you would want for Edmonton? To Foley, uh, easily number one. And I, oh man, I love Eberly, um, and he is right-handed, um, but I think he's faded a little bit. So I'll say it's to Foley. Tarasenko and Everly, and I'm begging somebody to talk me into putting Everly in second, but I don't think I can. Yeah, okay. That's uh, 
That's fair. The the Tarasenko name I haven't seen it a lot, but I can. Um, I, I think that's a, he's obviously an option uh, out there for the Edmonton Oilers. It uh, checks off quite a few of the boxes. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. it has some warts to his game, uh, no question. But the uh, you know the Oilers roster today, and I aspect the question. I'll ask you: How many new players ultimately do you think are on the roster in two weeks from today? Because that'll be the end of the trade deadline. How many? On March eighth, uh, compared to today. I will say, I will say, there's going to be three. A defenseman and two forwards. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I, I think there's going to be a, another. I don't know if it's seventh defenseman or, or you know, higher. I think there'll be a center. I don't know if it's third or fourth. I think he'll be right-handed. And then I do think that we'll see a a, a, a right winger of of note here. And I think either either um, either the defenseman or the the right wing will be the most expensive piece. But I I think they'll do three. All right. I uh, I could see that. I think if it's three, though, it'd be hard pressed to one of those be a top six forward. I guess it's possible depending on uh, who you move out, but, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see where it goes from there. Um, it is going to be fascinating. Um, so are you resigned to the fact you don't think there's going to be any changes in goal? I, I, uh, I am only because I don't like, you know, somebody mentioned flurry, but I don't think flurry would come here. And I don't like, and look, I, I'm I'm not the goalie expert. I mean, I'm just not. But I don't see anybody who's demonstrably better or provably better than what they have. And maybe somebody they're going to, you know, there'll be there's somebody on a roster right now who's going to be brilliant in the playoffs. And people are going to go, you could have got him for nothing, you know, six weeks ago. But mm-hmm. that that's kind of goaltending, right? So I I think I unless unless they really like somebody a lot that we're not thinking of, I think this is probably it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would, if the people say, Oh, you could have gotten, then say it now, tell us today <laughs> or before next Friday, who are the goalies? Yeah. The order should acquire. Then, then yeah. I could say you were right. Cause after the fact, it's easy to say, Oh, you should have got that one. Right. Like that's why me yeah. saying, you know what? I should have picked those six numbers in the lottery. I'd have been a millionaire. Well, or you should never have said that you would shave your head mm-hmm. or let your hair grow. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's true, Al. It's uh, very true. Nice. I'm sorry. Yeah. I couldn't resist. Uh, uh, nice. Um, let's uh, let's move on, Al. You got me all distracted. No, I'm kidding. Um, the, uh, the, the orders, Al, do you think about it? Like last night was like almost the utopian out-of-town scoreboard for the orders. Vegas lost in regulation. Wow. Vancouver lost in regulation. The Kings lost in regulation. Dallas lost in regulation. And Colorado lost in overtime. And I bring in Colorado and Dallas because the orders are seven and eight point behind those two teams, but they have five games in hand on them. And uh, even if you, you know, if you manage to pass Vegas, and even if you don't catch Vancouver, if you catch Colorado and Dallas, it just means that if you come out of your division, you got home ice for the third round. So it matters. Yeah. And um, like the, the fact that the orders could erase a 20-point deficit tonight is stunning to me. Well, I, you know, I, I will say this. I've watched hockey since the late 60s, and I do not recall a team being favored by many to do at least very well during the regular season and possibly win the Stanley Cup to have them start so poorly that that people were, you know, delivering the last rights to the team and then rebound 
really before game 50 or thereabouts to the point where, you know, I, I know they're not going to win the next five games in a row, but the Canucks have to be looking over to their shoulders. And, and this is like borderline impossible. The start was impossible and the recovery has been impossible. And I, that's why I think that, you know, the one thing about this Edmonton Oilers team that, that is absolutely true is if the timing is right, if they get on a roll in the postseason, then I think they, I think they might be because everybody's different shades of gray. Everybody's kind of equal, but this Oilers team has shown even above and beyond. I know it's a streaky year for a lot of teams that they, they can just roll. They just got thunder. And, if they get the goaltending, and I love the top two pairings, and I, I love the third pairing, that's why at some level you, you really wonder, unless there's somebody better out there, if they do a lot on defense aside from a number seven. But, uh, you know, there's two impossible stories this year, the way they started and the way they recovered. And and this, for me, is a, a, one of the more memorable seasons I ever recall for the Edmonton Autos, and I mean going back to, to 79-80. This has been a really – spectacular story are you at all concerned on the lower number of goals for mcdavid this year well i heard you talking about it earlier about the the home road and i you know i i know that and i'm aware of it and i the only thing i can i can think of and i i it's like i'm i am just absolutely uh um throwing it out there but maybe there's an injury of some short sort maybe part you know his his shooting is not he doesn't it's it's you know he doesn't think he can score from range like he did a year ago because last year he was ripping it and and i i don't recall as many of those like real like labeled quick release brilliant shots that he was hammering last year when he had a career season in goals so that's the only thing I can think of, Jason, because otherwise it doesn't make any sense. And your home road splits makes no sense at all um, that I can tell. So it, it is a little bit of a mystery. And sometimes there's, there, you know, usually when we f- see these statistics, by the end of the year they straighten out. But we're we're at game fifty now, and it's still kind of there. So I'm not. I don't. I wish I had a better answer, but I don't. Yeah. Um, I, I look at it. It's. Like last year, he was very confident shooting the puck when he had chances, right? This year, there's a little bit of passing. Now, obviously, he's on pace to have 100 assists. So it's not like it's, it's terrible. And it probably could easily switch. And he just decides in the playoffs, well, guess what? I'm going to shoot more. And, and he easily yeah. could do it. He's the best player on the planet. So that's why I'm not concerned by it. The road splits are to me just more fascinating because we've never seen a difference like this from him ever. The last two years, Al, he was split even right down the middle between the two, home and away. He had the exact same amount of points on the road as he did at home over two seasons. Like, that's pretty remarkable. Like, he, you know, teams have the better matchups. It didn't matter. Uh, this yeah. year at home, they're really do- – and the thing is, though, Knobloch isn't chasing matchups at home. It's yeah. just they're killing teams. And, you know, I actually talked to him about that. And uh, he's like, you know what? He doesn't really like doing it because your best guys – like, McDavid's not intimidated by anyone. Right, that's the only thing. I, if I remembered from the playoffs last year, that I wasn't a huge fan of was that there. At times, it looked like Woodcroft was trying to shelter him from Jack Eichel, and I'm like, "What are you doing? McDavid's not scared of Eichel. If you have to play him against him, play him against him, right?" No. Um, and so you know, Knobloch said he doesn't. He goes certain guys, but when you try to match too hard, you put them out, and then you're like, "Okay, now come off because they switch." You don't want to do that. Right. So he doesn't really, you know, he says certain times, you know, that he'll do it a little bit, but it's rarely like an excessive one where the, every shift you guys got to be out against the other guys. Right. He doesn't yeah. like doing well, that. I, 
one of the things that that um that I have felt in the past, and this is I don't I don't have proof of it, but sometimes when you're line matching, like like really um, focused on line matching, your your other lines can get stale, like where you're 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 passing over whatever the third or fourth line or whatever or or uh, some element of your team, and they're not playing for long periods. And I do think you can lose in a game. You can lose players if they're not if they're not you know, uh, playing in a rotational basis. And as you say, the owner's top line, even the second line shouldn't be afraid of anything. And it's unlikely that, that the other team is going to, you know, try to get their top line out against, you know, especially, especially at home when they're at home, they're not going to try to get their top line necessarily out against McDavid or I'm sorry, against McLeod because Drysaddle and, and McDavid play so much. So you, your your top line would be on the bench if you were doing that. So, I mean, I think there's there's method in the madness, and I think sometimes we do over um, overthink this stuff about line matching. And they have a good team, like their their top two pairings. We've talked about that, Jason. The Oilers' top two pairings, the the, the Nurse CC pairing now actually plays tougher minutes because they don't get the McDavid yes, line. I know, and they're still playing tough. So, yes. I, I just think this team is a lot of the things that we talked about and, and worried about and fretted about and discussed in past years, they don't really apply with this team because they really are deep. And part of that's at home, but, but they are deep and they're, they're good. Like they're a really good hockey club. Now, Al, whatever you do, don't, don't tell too many people that nurse and CC play <laughs> tough minutes. Cause that's, they don't want, they don't want to hear it now. They're like, no, 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 that does not, never happens. So. Yeah, I, 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 that's why I love Puck IQ because it's right there. Yeah. It, it, like you go look at it's very easy could, to look it, up. It's quite yeah. simple, and yeah. you could even go from November twenty fifth when when uh, the 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 five man unit basically started the, the McDavid line yes. and the, Break the it all down. And, and it's still really tough minutes for for Nurse and CC. They're just playing tough minutes and they're doing it without McDavid and they're successful. I think they should get credit for that. Yeah. No, uh, I, I think it's, it's very important to mention that it's without McDavid, right? Yeah. Uh, because uh, that is, uh, that's pretty significant uh, factor, no doubt. Yeah, it is. Al, it is. have yourself a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the back-to-back games. I know uh, you'll be uh, feverishly typing away. Uh, try not to, to have too many beverages tonight and be like Nugent Hopkins uh, yelling at the TV. Yeah, that's right. And I, by the way, I did watch some baseball today, mm-hmm. and it looked really good. It, it really, the, I didn't, I didn't even care about the the uniforms. I just loved watching baseball. It was fun. Uh, hey, nothing wrong with that. I'll appreciate it. All right, have yourself a wonderful day. There you go. There's uh, Alan Mitchell, aka Low Tide. Uh, quick break. We'll come back here from uh, the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers on Warren Fogle, as well as. Why he uh, he's looking at uh, Dylan Holloway and in what positions he plans on using the youngster. It's coming up next. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. 546. You make your way through another week. Hope it was a good week for you. And if it wasn't, keep your chin up. Hopefully next week's going to be better. Because you're strong, you're smart, you're powerful, you can do it. All right? Keep it up. Thanks for listening. Sports 1440. Orders Nation YouTube and Facebook. All the uh, texts coming in today and this week. You know what I love? We keep getting new texters like every day, probably 10 or 15 new ones. We get the new names. I love it. So if you're a first-timer, always put your name at the end of a text. Now, Connor always asks uh, if you don't, so that's great. But uh, you put in your new one, that's fantastic. It doesn't have to be your name. It's just a handle. I don't care. It can be your name. That's great. But uh, it just allows us to know who we are communicating with. Keeps uh, gaining the uh, database as well, which is uh, quite nice. So we love it. Uh, we'll get more to the orders and the head coach, Chris Knobloch. But first, big weekend coming up. Not only on the ice, but hopefully in the hills. As it's time for the Snow Valley Ski Report. This is the Sports 1440 Ski Report. Your ski report for Friday, February 23rd, brought to you by Snow Valley Ski Club. Start your skiing journey at snowvalley.ca. Marmot Basin is completely open and received six centimeters of new snow in the last three days, so the new Knob Quad Chair will be getting a workout this weekend out in Jasper. Lake Louise and Sunshine Village, both with four centimeters in the last three days, while Norquay has had three centimeters in the last week. Down in Castle Mountain, four centimeters over the past three days. Nakiska, no new snow in the last week, but out into BC, Kicking Horse has had nine centimeters in the last two days, and Revelstoke with two in the last three days. Further south into BC, Panorama and Kimberly, three centimeters in the last week, and Fernie with 13 in the last six days. Fresh snow is expected locally this weekend, which will hopefully salvage some sort of cross-country skiing season in the capital region. Just hasn't been enough snow to get the local trail coverage much beyond marginal, and the warm weather has made what little snow we had a sheet of ice. Snow Valley, Rabbit Hill, Edmonton Ski Club, and Sunridge are all wide open for your downhill skiing pleasure this weekend, so get out and enjoy. That is your Snow Valley Ski Report. Get out and enjoy. Oof, nice weather for it. Uh, hopefully we get a big dump here like they're saying on uh, Sunday and Monday. It'd be uh, great for uh, Snow Valley and all, their, uh, all the other local places around town. would be uh, awesome. Uh, now let's hear from uh, the uh, head coach, of your Edmonton Oilers as uh, they are taking on the Minnesota Wild tonight. And Chris Knobloch, we start off, first of all, just about uh, why, uh, yes, Nugent Hopkins is coming back, but uh, why he's going to keep Fogel on that top line. Um, yeah, there's no reason to change that top line. Uh, Warren played an outstanding game. There's, we'll, we'll keep it as is. And, uh, 
Uh, Ryan will play with uh, Leon. You talked before last game, Chris. You felt like at times there's maybe a little hit hesitation in your penalty kill. Guys not getting out on the shooters as much. More between the ears than anything else, maybe? Is, is there a little bit of lack of confidence sometimes when, when your PK struggles? Definitely lack of confidence. And you just see guys sometimes trying to do too much, trying to block a shot rather than just putting a stick on puck. Uh, a little more um, on the forecheck, chasing the puck from behind, um, trying to strip him rather than getting into his position so they have a little bit easier um, entry in their zone. Just little things where we're probably trying to do too much and where you need just to settle it down, do your job, and let the other guy do theirs, and things will work out. And Just allowing the other team... Um, forcing them to make a lot of good plays to set up their chance. And typically, that's they're going to get their looks, but uh, how many good looks you give up is, um, is uh, up to you or the guys that are on the ice. When you look at uh, Ryan Nugent, especially on the power play, can you talk about the role he has and maybe just how underrated he is on that power play? Because I know 97, 29, and number two, they kind of get all the spotlight there. But just all the little things that he does to either slow down the play or speed it up when necessary on the PP. Well, I think we got five really good specialists on the power play, guys who are good at their roles. And, um, you know, Ryan, we do a lot of... Um, ad-libbing guys moving around moving in different spots and and um usually it's the guy with the puck that's making those decisions and that's you know leon and uh connor usually have the puck and they're usually rolling around it's up to the other guys to read off of what they're thinking and i think ryan's really good at that but another thing uh ryan's really good at is on the entries you know just seeing him so often get that puck at the kick out at the blue line under pressure and there's usually not much time or space to make a play and usually he's good at making a decision on reading where that pressure is and where their stick is and then manipulating where that next pass goes whether that's a bump back or putting it down low or zipping it across seam you know is best in the league that I've seen the original plan was when they called Calvin Pickard up, but he's been here a while now. What's your confidence level in, in his ability to, to take on uh, this role and maybe even more? Um, incredibly high. Um, you look at his numbers and how well he's played and the games that he's won. And, um, you know, there's been some difficult situations or games for backup to, to play, and he's come up big. So, yeah, my confidence in um, picks is extremely high. Uh, just over three months ago, you were 20 points back of Vegas. You're now two with a chance tonight to tie them and still have three games in hand. And, you know, you look at the importance of home ice. Is it too early? to? Are you a are you a standings watcher guy every day now? No, not at all. It's And I, I didn't take a look. I, You know, I see, yes, we are chasing them. and But I also see um, L.A. right behind us, too. So, and there's so many teams. And um, we just take them one day at a time, one game. And um, I think it's too too early. And then just there's so much out of our control to worry about that. You fixate more on the ones you're chasing or the ones chasing you when you do decide to take a look? It's um, no, it's just I kind of have an idea of where we are right now and what our next game is, and just trying to get our team better each day. Holloway has been a little bit at center, a little bit on the wing. Do you foresee playing him in the middle tonight again, or is he back? To, I don't know if you'll tell us that or not, but um, the flexibility of moving him back and forth and just having um, 
Yeah, no, he'll be a little bit of both. He'll tonight he'll be on the left wing and be center, and um, you know in the lineup when he started his first shift he'll be on left wing, but throughout the game he'll be playing center also. Well, there you go. That's Coach Knobloch. And uh, you heard the line combinations and why. I always like Knobloch because he'll give you his explanation as to why he's doing things. So uh, we'll see what happens tonight. Have yourselves a great weekend, everyone. Enjoy the games. Please do not drink and drive. Don't be uh, uh, intoxicated on any form and get behind the wheel. Be smart. Be safe. Be great fan. Be a good person. Have an awesome weekend. Have fun. Let's get to the con man. A Sports 1440 update brought to you by Douglas Mattress. Hey, you know what? If you're going to have a lot of fun, you need a good sleep. Good sleep allows you to have more fun, and you can get that when you go to douglas.ca slash Nation and get yours today. Good night. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 